Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here, and it is time for the 10th time in this podcast history for the gentlemen in the Swoggle Squad to sit down and lay out our personal, individual picks for the annual March of Madness Tournament, the 2020 March of Madness Tournament that you'll be able to watch live this Sunday on Twitch. And what is undoubtedly the biggest and best March of Madness of all time. Over Skype, we have three of the members of the Swaggle Squad joining us today. First, in his home of Nashville, Tennessee, it is Michael Whitten. I was about to say, I thought you were going to say, where is he this week? And I was going to be like, don't you do that. Don't you don't you say I'm contributing <laughs> to this whole pandemic. No, I am at home. Mentally, where are you this week? Where are you I, at this week? Mentally. Uh, mentally, uh, Paducah. I don't know. It's... <laughs> it's been it's yeah. been weird not traveling anywhere, but I'm home. I have been for the past number of weeks, staying safe, having a good having a good time. Watch Star Wars for the first time, actually. So, yeah, getting stuff done. The whole, the whole thing. Uh, 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 four, five, one, and two. So we're kind of Brittany and oh, I kind of go in order. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a podcast for another podcast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Witten's brain's going to Paducah, yeah. Um, shout out to 2007 Jay Lethal in Chicago is rich. <laughs> yes, in Chicago is rich. Um, I've, I've uh, also just watched Star Wars for the first time, Clone Wars. Uh, so I'm getting a little, little more deep than, than Witten is here. Um, I recommend it. It's very good. I've started Rebels also a few days ago. I lost my favorite uh, milk cup for dunking cookies in, and so I'm currently <laughs> in the process of auditioning new cups. Uh, <laughs> no, that's no, that's that's important. You gotta have the, you have the perfect cup. Well, uh, right now I'm because I'm, uh, you don't want it like too deep, you don't want it too wide. Uh, so right now I'm working with uh, one of the early edition uh, souvenir butterbeer cups from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So far. So good. Because you also need it, like, wide enough to be able to, like, get your, not just the cookie, but your fingers in. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I got you, man. I'm with you, baby. Where is Tope when I need him? And speaking of everything Rich just said, in Miami is Augie. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm uh, writing things down. You just kept starting adding to it. You knew what you were doing, Rich. Hehehehe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have been watching, I have not been watching any type of Star Wars, but the social distancing is apparently getting to me because I am now playing Animal Crossing with my sister and brother. Yeah, I know. You literally do nothing. It is a game of tasks all fucking day long. Just fucking chop this wood and grab this apple and sell the fish you just caught. And it's like, oh, motherfucker. I mean, it makes me harder to I guess. In other words, you're done playing it. In other words, you're done playing it today, right? <laughs> it's, too much work for you. it's a ton of work, man. 
That's so sweet. Oh, God. Games are supposed to be fun. Um, cool. Well, uh, th- these are the four gentlemen that are joining us here today. Uh, Spencer and Tope are both uh, unable to, to make it. They are both doing fine. Um, we hope you and yours at home are doing fine as well. We haven't recorded for a couple weeks, so we were kind of making light of everything in the midst of uh, the burgeoning uh, COVID-19 outbreak when we were going over news two weeks ago. But now, of course, the very real situation. Um, so uh, yeah. we are all – go ahead, Augie. I think the last time we spoke, we were saying how there's no way in hell Vince McMahon's going to cancel WrestleMania. There's no way. It doesn't matter what happens. I mean, technically, I it's not – yeah, it's, it's not okay. Now we only wish he would. Augie, so I was wrong in that, of course, it's not happening in Tampa. I was right in that he made it an extra day. It's happening in four different places. <laughs> Double down, bitch. Is it? Exactly. Wasn't, that some, wasn't that like someone's prediction or something like that? Oh, yeah. Possibly. What are the crazy predictions? I think it was mine. Oh, you're talking about like for end of the year? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's had uh, it. I don't have that book. I have my different book here, but I'll, I'll check it and get back to it next week. Because next week will be our 10 year anniversary podcast, and it'll be our WrestleMania Pick'em show, which now is very easy for us to plan. Because originally, originally people were going to be flying down. There was going to be traveling. Nope. We're just going to be on the horn doing our usual show. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. So, uh, but I will say this. I don't think Augie knows this, but I think the rest of us do know this. So WrestleMania is being like taped tomorrow, largely. Oh. Uh, can oh. we all? Because it's not going to be airing live because they're going to be doing AJ Styles and Undertaker in some boneyard. They're going to be doing Bray Wyatt and John Cena in some shitty shack in Stark, Florida. Um, like all kinds of weird ass shit's going to be happening. If I, Mania better, spoilers I leak, with Mania spoilers leak. Let's have an honor system here. Everyone avoid fucking yeah. spoilers, obviously, as best you can uh, to try to preserve the integrity of the Pick'em podcast. Um, obviously, there's so much that can be done. I'm basically just going to stop going on any wrestling websites whatsoever for a week just to ensure that I, I miss whatever. But, I, I know um, this isn't a news podcast, but really quick, like, what do you guys – I've only caught, caught glimpses of, like – the shows or like what's also on social media. It looks awkward as fuck. Can Augie have an exception to this rule? Because I'm pretty sure it'll still be the same result. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! All right, Augie, if you see spoilers, read them all and then do your best. Okay. <laughs> read every fucking spoiler. Tell us you read every spoiler, and I'll say, okay, you now have 72 hours, and then you can do your pick. absolutely um so i i and thank you for doing this because actually this is going to help me finish my research because i can talk and talk uh, talk and write at the same time uh so this week was a good course correction because this week uh somebody in wwe watched aew show and realized (laughs) they should move the camera (laughs) was really the big thing I think the promos, as a lot of mainstream publications have been giving WWE some credit and some publicity for, have been absolutely riveting and have been great. Like, you don't have a live crowd interfering with what have, what has been some great promo work by Edge, Heyman, Orton, and Seth Rollins last night. So all that has been great. 
the in-ring stuff and a three-hour show being, you know, nothing but recaps and replays, eh, it, it, it sucks, it's shitty, but it's it's the hand they were dealt. Uh, Dynamite last week was fucking fantastic. Um, and I would encourage you to seek that out if you haven't already. But, um, you know, it's, what else am I going to do? Like, it's a stubborn old man that needs his television product to be completed. So, you know, it is what it is. Okay. I just, I don't know if I heard the product or not because I haven't seen a full show. And just from what I've seen, like from shit that's been posted on social media, it just looks super awkward. There's just no reactions in the background, just super quiet. It's weird. It is. At one point, I, I think it was during the Reigns uh, Goldberg contract signing, you could hear like production people moving in the back. Like that's how quiet it was. You could hear like shit off camera more than you ever would. But, uh, but, you know, it, it could be worse. Like they, I mean, they also taking the precautions, like, uh, sure. Do I want more wrestling matches? Absolutely. But they're doing what they can to keep everybody safe. All things considered. I don't know. Does anybody have any alternate thoughts? I don't know. Uh, WrestleMania is going to be free though. So that's interesting. Uh, I don't think so. I think you still have to have the previous, all previous WrestleManias you can watch. But I think for this WrestleMania, you still have to have like an active pain. I couldn't. I thought they posted. I thought they were affected. Yeah, I thought they were like the last pain or something like that. No. Well, no, no, no. So they're airing. So ESPN's airing former manias, like they aired WrestleMania 30 the other night. I'm pretty sure Witness is correct. I think. I think up until that point, you have to have a, a, a paid subscription to get in. Well, because they're giving like the network is just straight up free right now, and right. I I because I made sure to check because that's pretty crazy, and I'm pretty sure what I read from their own shit was that this included this WrestleMania. I don't know. I I'm probably wrong, but I could I you know the, though mine mine eyes deceive me. Yeah, I, th- I think Widen is correct that what I saw was they were going to either, like, on next, not next Sunday, but Sunday afterwards, like, lock it back up. Or in order to access any, like, live streaming components, you would have to have a login tied to some kind of billing cycle or something. So I, I think that's the case. Or the goddamn man has lost his fucking mind. Which, okay, WrestleMania is free. But uh, we'll see. We'll, talk, we'll figure it out next week. But for now, let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast. If you're new here, welcome. For the past 10 years, uh, the brainchild of Rich Camelucci has been to take the concept of the NCAA March Madness tournament and the hysteria that is uh, March Madness and brackets and put it towards the world of professional wrestling. We take the best uh, 64, or now 80, 84, 90 competitors, from the world of professional wrestling over the past uh, 365 days, put them in a computer-simulated video game tournament on the most recent 2K WWE video game. You guys fill out brackets at home, and then we simulated one big-ass day of fun and craziness and stupidity for your pleasure uh, at home, which this year, it's needed more than ever. You can sit in your quarantine state for however long the tournament's going to take, six, eight, ten hours. We got you all day. Sunday, first time we're doing it on live Sunday. Live sports, finally. Live sports, baby, you goddamn right. Uh, it was supposed to be on Saturday. Sam's family was going to be here. Obviously, they're not here. We're keeping it on Sunday because I don't feel like changing it back. So Sunday, March 29th, 
12 Eastern is when the tournament is going to start. Until it is done, we'll be streaming all 63 matches that day. Um, you can go to uh, arcadeaudio.net slash March of Madness or to the source directly, chowlounge.com slash March of Madness 2020 to fill in your brackets. want to thank the Squared Circle subreddit for their partnership for the past seven years. We're up to almost 400 brackets completed again already this year. Um, and we still have several days to go from when we're recording this. Uh, first prize this year is going to get a $50 gift card to whatever wrestling site they choose. WWE Shop, High Spots, Ringside Collectibles, Pro Wrestling Tees, Shop AEW. As long as I can verify that it's not a scam, I will buy a gift certificate for you if you win the tournament. Uh, second place is going to get three months of uh, their favorite wrestling streaming and network on the house. So, again, WWE Network, uh, New Japan World, High Spots, Best 999, The Biz, whatever you want to do. That'll be second place. Third place is going to be a really nice wrestling grab bag, which includes, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, a LJN Terry Funk action figure on all kinds of DVDs and magazines and games there. And last place, you're going to get something, too. It's going to be bad. It's going to be random, but you're going to get something, too. I want to clarify about last place. If you pick, which nobody has because everyone so far has been cooperating, if you pick the draw do not pick option on the bracket because we did have a double countout in the play-in rounds, your bracket is automatically disqualified. So don't pick it. Don't be that asshole and mess everything up. Uh, did I miss anything there? I don't think I did. So let's get to it. What are we naming the regions this year, boys? What do we got? Thank we're you. naming the first region. Uh, y'all were right about that WrestleMania thing. Edit out the part where I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So each, region, each region will now be named after something that Rich was wrong about. So this is the WrestleMania 36. Oh, no. Region. How, about, how about something all of us was wrong about? Because there's four of us here. There's four regions. Let's share the wealth. And you run out. What am I wrong about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can't wait for the Lauren Harmon region. All right, first region. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, baby. Wow. We shoot. She would have appreciated that. Um, Oh, she heard me. (laughs) She just no sold it. (laughs) Good job. Strong style listening over there. All right, your number one overall speed. Your number one overall seed, Kazuchika Okada, taking on your number 16 seed, R-Truth. Okada in this tournament is 8-5 and five lifetime. R-Truth live Marcho Madnesses has a record of 1-3-1, one, because one, why wouldn't he? And then all-time Marcho Madnesses, he is 7-9-1. and, nine and one. Uh, I'm actually going to go round by round here based on the, the results I saw from the brackets. Wait, who you got here? Uh, I've got Okada. Augie? Okada. Rich? Okada. And I have Okada as well. Um, I'm going to go as we're going first round and let people know. Uh, so Okada has been picked by 22 people to win the tournament. R-Truth has been picked by eight people to win the tournament. So that's why I wanted to check. That's, that's a surprising amount for a 16 seed. Do you have uh, Tope and Spencer's brackets in front of you? I do not. I do not, unfortunately. I didn't verify that they were completed. Again, they're each dealing with their own thing, so we'll make sure we get them out and we we'll talk about them on the, <clears> on the stream. But that's, that's what we got for so far. Gotcha. Eight seed, Will Ospreay, taking on nine seed, Nick Aldis. Will Ospreay, one and three in this tournament. 
Nick Alvis, as uh, either himself or Magnus, is 2-3 and three in this tournament. However, he did win the 2019 Podswoggle Invitational Tournament. So he is currently running on a five-match tournament win streak of his own. Uh, I will start this one. I pick Will Ospreay. I look forward to missing this, uh, missing those points. Witten. Uh, I am a Publix man. I don't like Aldi's, so I went with Will Ospreay. Second match, huh? We're going to start in the second fucking match. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. God Ugly. damn it. I don't, I don't know him. I don't know him or Magnus, so give me Will Ospreay. You remember Magnus. He was in Witten's pocket all those years ago. Rich. Will Ospreay. <laughs> Uh want to also give a shout-out to the 2020 Possible Invitational Tournament winner. He had something go right for him over the past couple of years. Your two, 2020 pit winner was Edge. It was highly controversial. I don't want to get into it, but it happened. Congratulations to Edge, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, so he will automatically be entered into the April uh, Possible Title Tournament, which we'll get to later on. Next, the three seed, I believe, Daniel Bryan, uh, will be taking on the, no, that's wrong. He's the five seed. Five seed Daniel Bryan taking on the 12 seed Bobby Lashley. Daniel Bryan, five, five, and one in live March of Madnesses. Bobby Lashley, six and five live March of Madnesses. Uh, all time, Daniel Bryan was in an Elite Eight back in 2009. Both men are under 500 records all time as well. I went with Bobby. La- I went with sorry. I went with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan because nope, he's nope. the best character in Bobby the game. Bryan. I I went with Bobby Bryan. Uh, two first names like Tom Jeff, right? Uh, oh, uh, fuck Bobby Lashley. Give me Daniel Bryan. Witten. Uh, I also have Daniel Bryan as well. And Rich. Bobby Lashley. Hmm, interesting. That's what I was getting at. Was the bigger guy always tends to win these matches? Uh, go brackets. beef. Go beef or go home. Uh, Will Ospreay was picked to win four brackets. Nick Aldis, no votes of confidence. Nobody picked him to win the tournament. Bobby Lashley has one vote. Daniel Bryan has, where are you at, Debry? Six. Only six for Daniel Bryan. Uh, next. AJ Styles, I believe, is coming in as a four seed. We'll be taking on Keith Lee coming in as a 13 seed. AJ Styles is one of three men to be in every single live Marcho Madness tournament. He has a record of seven and nine in this tournament. Ten and 17 lifetime. Keith Lee only, only in the tournament once. He is 0 and 1 at the moment. I think he changes that because AJ Styles is cursed in this game. I went with Keith Lee. Rich. AJ Styles is cursed in good versions of WWE. I think this is a bizarro year, and I've got AJ Styles. All righty. 1 1 win. Just, I wanted to, but then I looked at rankings and just, I, I just couldn't do it. So I, had, I went with AJ. There's a 14 point rating difference here. Augie? Nah, son, go beef. Give me Keith Lee. Yeah, beef. Beef is going to be a story. Just wait till we get to the bottom region of this. This that's going to be beef. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, for looking at the uh, we're looking at the the fans here. I think beefs went out. AJ Styles picked to win thirteen brackets. 
Keith Lee was picked to win 19 brackets. Whoa. So Keith Lee, despite, oh, no, I'm sorry, four, uh, 14 brackets, but still, higher yes. than AJ Styles. Uh, so yeah, people, people don't care about the ratings. People care about that beef. Uh, we'll get back to Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston is a two seed, has a first round bye because the North's, uh, Ethan Page and Joss Alexander went to a double count out in the playing rounds. So we'll get back to Kofi in a little bit. Uh, seven seed Shinsuke Nakamura taking on 10 seed Pete Dunn. Inject this shit right into my fucking veins. Uh, Shinsuke, four and five, live March of Madness. Pete Dunn, three and two, live March of Madness. Rich. Yeah, Pete Dunn here. Uh, as do I. Widen? Uh, I want to see Nakamura. So I'll take Nakamura. Uh, I always forget the gimmick of this year's, of this podcast every year. Uh, Augie. Done! Done! Uh, Shinsuke was picked by one person to win the tournament. Pete Dunn. Nobody picked him to win the tournament. I find that very interesting. The, the disrespect. Hey, maybe that'll fuel him. You don't know. When we get there, that could be all he needs. Uh, three seed John Moxley. This is where the three seed is, uh, taking on the 14 seed Zack Sabre Jr. You want some fucking metrics? Here's some metrics. John Moxley's <laughs> eight and eight tournament. He is, uh, was in the Elite Eight last year. So Moxley's on a hot streak. Zack Sabre Jr. in March of Madness is 13 and one. <laughs> he won the 2017 and 2018 version of this tournament. And lest we forget, he also won the 2016 pit. Which doesn't go to his record, so he's technically eighteen and one in tournament play. He's like Christian fucking Leitner or something. Augie, I'll let you start. The man doesn't lose. Give me Zach Saber Jr. You still got that picture signed, right? <laughs> it's somewhere. It's somewhere in my entertainment system. Yes, somewhere there. Uh, Widen. Uh, this was the last first round match that I picked, um, and. I, I had to go with the role. I had to go with Zack Sabre Jr. Rich? Everything about this game is bad and wrong. I went with Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> so I took that into account for a lot of this. And fair warning for all of you that are going to be watching on Sunday. Uh, there have been some really good matches. Uh, Edge versus Minoru Suzuki was a fucking banger in the pit. Uh, we had a couple playing matchups that were fantastic as well. And I don't doubt just God and Marcho Madness just aligning into some good matches. But there's going to be a lot of weirdness and a lot of awkwardness in a lot of these matches. Uh, and so for that reason alone, I went with Zack Sabre Jr. still <laughs> over John Moxley. Wow. <laughs> because it's it, it just until it happens a second time, I'm just not going to believe it. And point, no, I get year? it. I get it. It's just who's the only person that could beat him? The eventual yeah. fucking champion, Alistair Black. <laughs> it's just this. This is a bad year, and I bad know. things are going to happen. I don't want it to happen, but I'm just doing the best I can with all that I got. No, the people need this. He will rise to the occasion. The people need this. <laughs> well. <laughs> Rich is vindicated by the field because only five people picked Zack Sabre Jr. to win the tournament, whereas Moxley, one of the favorites, 22 people picked John Moxley wow. to win March of Madness. What's, what's this? It's not that ECW game. 
This is the WWE. Game. Which will be coming out. Yes. Which is now coming out probably next year. Moxley is rated ninety. Uh, Zach Saber, and also remember, Ambrose is not in the game, so this will be a creative wrestler Moxley. Right. That could be one of two things: we either get those good creative wrestlers, or we get those bad ones. ZSJ yeah. is an eighty-three, so no slouch, but I think that's basically where he was rated last year. So we'll see. Um, seven it's seed. <laughs> well, also, I think his submissions are maxed out, which is how he won those thirteen matches. <laughs> <laughs> so that also could be a factor. Uh, that's how Colt Cabana made it to the finals. Is Cabana's submissions were high, and he was tapping motherfuckers up to the Billy Goat's curse like crazy until he ran up against Edge in the pit. So uh, seven seed Bobby Fish taking on ten seed Samoa Joe. Bobby Fish in this tournament is two and five. Samoa Joe is nine and nine. He just got up to five hundred by beating Jeff Cobb in the play-in round. He is nineteen and sixteen lifetime. He went to the Elite Eight in two thousand and ten. In 2017, I refuse to take Bobby Fish further than anything I have to, so I picked Samoa Joe. Rich. I picked Samoa Joe. Augie? Yeah, give Samoa Joe a winning record. I got Samoa Joe. And win. Yeah, I I went back and watched the play-in matches, and Samoa Joe was pretty impressive. So it looks like he could probably go far in this tournament. So give me some Joe. I mean, he also he had the hardest. He had fucking Jeff Cobb, so uh, he didn't have a he didn't have a, a blowover playing match. I forgot to mention uh, Lashley's six and five record is also he beat Dolph Ziggler in the playing round, so he also has one uh, one victory in this year's March of Madness. Uh, Bobby Fish, as I said before, we started recording. Two fucking people picked Bobby Fish to win this tournament. As I mentioned, nobody picked Pete Dunne, but two people picked Bobby Fish. Samoa Joe was also only picked by two people. So according to you at home, this is an even match. Uh, I doubt that will be the case. Uh, so that is the end of the of the first round of the uh, WrestleMania will not be free region. So let's go back up to the top. Uh, my match is Okada and Will Ospreay, Battle of Chaos. And I got Okada rolling right along into the Sweet 16. Whitten. Uh, I also have Okada and Osprey, and I also have Okada moving right along. Uh, Augie? Copy. Paste. And Rich. Paste. You copy it. No, you don't have to copy it again. It was already copied. Paste it. Just press Control V again. Right. Jesus. Right, chill out, you fuck. You got the paper clips from Word? What is that? <laughs> Um, next match, uh, I have Daniel Bryan versus Keith Lee, please. And, uh, if Keith Lee can get past AJ Styles, I think he can get through Daniel Bryan as well. So I am rolling the dice and got my boy Keith Lee in the Sweet 16. Rich. I've got, uh, Bobalicious Lashley versus AJ Styles, and, uh, I'm going to go with... AJ Styles being uh, better rated and well, just better than Bobby Lashley. It's like, cool. I'll, I'll try to download an impact zone for you to have that match in so we can determine who's the real TNA warrior. Uh, Witten. Uh, I have Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. And I will take me some more AJ Styles, please. The fact that that could be a second round matchup is insane. <laughs> That's just how crazy this bracket is. Uh, Augie. 
I got Daniel Bryan and Keith Lee, and I'm feeling like a pro because I have the same exact thought Mullet had, which is if Keith Lee could beat Eddie Styles, he could beat Daniel Bryan. So I got Keith Lee moving on, and uh, yeah, that's it. I retire on top and bust. Thanks, <laughs> man. Hey, I want them to bring back uh, rookies and pros on NXT, and I'm your pro, <laughs> even though you're three years older than me. I'll teach you everything I know. Can you carry a keg better than Titus O'Neil? You'll be fine. Um, actually, yeah, you can. I've seen you do it. You'll be fine. Uh, now let's get into the Kofi Kingston match. Uh, mine is Kofi Kingston versus Pete Dunne. Kofi in this tournament's history is 3-8 and eight lifetime, so not great. 6-10 and 10 all time. Uh, he was in the Elite Eight in 2010. However, he got the WrestleMania main event bump this year, and he's rated pretty good. So I went with Kofi Kingston. Uh, win. Uh, I have Kofi Kingston versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And I do not want any Mora, so I will take Kofi Kingston, please. No Jim same Mora. Ju- you just use the same. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long show, man. <laughs> I'm pacing myself. Uh, Rich. I got. Kofi and Pete Dunn, I went with Kofi. And I uh, come out of retirement because uh, I had Kofi, Kingston, and Pete Dunn. I had the same thought. I uh, wanted to pick Pete Dunn, but I was like, no, Kofi Kingston had a really good year last year, and he must be rated much higher in the game, although I didn't look it up because I don't do research. So Kofi Kingston, have him going forward, and I retire All right. again. All right, I'm not giving my picks until we differ. <laughs> if, if I don't give my pick. I have what Augie has, and for the same reasons. <laughs> I look for this getting fucked up right now. Uh, yep. We'll give their picks for that match? Yes. Uh, Rich, go ahead for your next match. Uh, next match, I have John Moxley and Samoa Joe. Ooh, baby, baby, that would be a good... God, I want to see that now. Like, as Moxley as Moxley and Joe as Joe. Um, fuck. Uh, between those two, I got John Moxley. Uh, moving, moving ahead. All right, Whitten. Uh, I have Zack Saber Jr. versus Samoa Joe. Uh, a match of two submission specialists. Um, and shit, I'm gonna tap out to that match. <laughs> and again, Joe looked impressive. So I've got Samoa Joe going on. All right, two matches, two different results. Augie. You got Zack Sabre Jr. versus Samoa Joe, and when you fucked up, the man doesn't lose Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, we're still moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't got to give my pick. <laughs> uh, all right, Elite Eight. Uh, Augie, I'll let you start this one, because this is the <laughs> where you fuck part of the bracket. Probably, because I have Okada and Keith Lee, and I'm going beef, baby. Give me Keith Lee. Wow, you ruined it. <laughs> um, I think he is tied for the lowest ranked person in the tournament. <laughs> One. Yeah, he's. Yeah, him and Bobby Fish have the same rating because when this game was made, they weren't doing anything with Keith Lee. So finally, I had to relent. I went with Okada over Keith Lee, making it into the Elite Eight. Uh, Witten. Uh, I have. Okada versus AJ Styles. Inject that match into my veins, please. Uh, and I may have a little bit of an upset. I've got AJ Styles here. Finally trying to turn around his Marcho woes. 
so Augie's got Keith Lee. I have Okada. Widen has AJ. Rich? Uh, I got Okada and AJ Styles facing off against each other, and I went with Okada. Right. And then the final matchup of the Elite Eight here. I'm sorry, of the uh, the Sweet 16. I have Kofi Kingston and Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> oh, this is where it has to end for me. Every year, this guy that gets the big bump is great in the game. I got Kofi. Beating Zack Sabre Jr. Rich. I got Kofi and Moxley, and I'm going with Mox. All right. Win. I've got Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Again, he looked impressive. Samoa Joe. Is that the only match you watched? <laughs> just, I'm going with I watched. I watched all of them. Oh, and also, also I forgot. I forgot. Uh, probably half of these matches were decided by a flip of a 2004 penny. Uh, it's a little bit scuffed up, but when I pulled it out of a bag, it was heads up. So it's good luck. Well, if it wasn't, if it's scuffed up, so it's only worth probably like two cents now. Augie. Uh, I got Kofi Kingston versus Zack Zach Sabre Jr., and I guess this is the round that separates the men from the Augies, because the man doesn't lose. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. You fucking animal. Um, all right, I think we all have different Elite Eight matchups here, which already means this is going to be a great tournament. Uh, I will start with, well, Augie, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> Yep, I got Keith Lee versus Zack Sabre Jr. The man doesn't fucking lose. Wow. You got you got Zack Sabre Jr. in the final four. Yep, and I still don't want his fucking picture. <laughs> I want to point out Augie's. I want to point out Augie's elite eight matchup was a fourteen seed against a thirteen seed. <laughs> That's probably a first. Uh, well, I went shock here, sadly. I went with Okada versus Kofi as my matchup. So I went basically the exact opposite of Ogiomos. And I'm superstitious about these things as well. There's two, there's two finite things that happen. The guy that gets the big ratings bump does good, and Okada cannot make a fucking Final Four. I got Kofi <laughs> Kingston in the Final Four. And that was the thing I was remarking about when we logged on, me going, oh, God, I did that. Has he never uh, been? Ever? Uh, how many, how many, how many? Uh, Okada hasn't even been to a sweet 16. Okada's eight and Yeah, my motherfucker! <laughs> King Corbin ain't in his bracket this year, so look out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what if it's Okada Corbin in the finals? That'd be great. Uh, Rich, what's your, what's your pick? I'm guessing I know what your pick is now. <laughs> well, stop living in the past. All your numbers, they used to worry me. Whenever we would come onto this podcast, you'd spit your stats, and I'd be like, oh no, what have I done? I'm a fool. These, I don't have the knowledge to do this correctly. But never fear, because incompetence is on our side. I've got Okada and Moxley. Okada going to the final four. Right, so there's a vote for Okada, a vote for Zack Sabre Jr. I'm a vote for Kofi Kingston. Widen, what's your vote? Uh, I have AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. And uh, for all of my uh, fans out there who love the movie Blank Check, you know what I got? S-T-Y-L-E-S. <laughs> AJ Styles. Wow. Wow. But... 
But Samoa Joe reaction, looked so good in that one match. He did. By the reaction, that's all the blank check fans. That's all. <laughs> Is that on Disney Plus? I may watch that in the next couple of days. Um, so cool. We all have a different winner of that region. So that'll be fun in an hour when we get to the final fours of everybody. But we're moving on to the bottom uh, part of the left side of the bracket. Uh, where are we called her out? So this is the Lauren Harmon region uh, here, and we'll come up we'll come up with a nice mistake Nobody, nobody knows. They, they remember the podcast. They know. Oh, <laughs> they remember. Even though it's time of the beginning, they remember. Yeah. Know, yeah, that's for the long time people. Long time, first time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just because they don't have any firsthand experience, it's like the coronavirus. Just stay away. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. Uh, <laughs> I'll allow that. Stay uh, home. No. And she would. <laughs> she would. Uh, number one seed, Adam Cole, taking on 16 seed. Yeah, he's a 16 seed. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Adam Cole in this tournament is eight and six. He was in the final four in 2017. Hiroshi Tanahashi is seven and five, and he was in the final four in 2016. So they're basically exactly the same. Uh, Tanahashi is rated two points higher than Adam Cole in the game, which scares the fuck out of me, but I gotta go with Adam Cole. I just, I have to. Uh, I did this uh, immediately after I saw Tanahashi beat the shit out of Pack, and I still picked him. Rich. Uh, yeah, I went with Cole as well. Win. Fucking give it to me, baby. Give me that upset. Tanahashi, baby. Give it to me. We've had a trend of 16 seed updates over the past couple of years. Last year, Truth beat Champa 16 over 1 upset. And then in 2018, Goto beat AJ Styles 16 over 1 upset. And then 2017, Sonata beat KO as a 16-over-1 upset. And 16, Taven beat Lethal in the first round. So we've had four straight 16-over-1 upsets in this tournament. <clears throat> I should have uh, read my own fucking book. Augie. Uh, Adam Cole, baby. Uh, for the tournaments, two people, I believe, picked Tanahashi to win the whole thing? Or yeah, Tana. No, only one person. Adam Cole has... Two people picking him to win. So not, not a lot of confidence in number one overall seed, Adam Cole. Eight seed, Kota Ibushi taking on a nine seed, Roosh. Roosh making his tournament debut. Kota Ibushi, three and two in March of Menace, but he did win the 2017 Pit Tournament. Should be a good high-impact match. I went with Kota Ibushi. Win. Uh, I also went with Kota Ibushi. Rich? Sorry, my mic was off. Kota Ibushi. And Aki. Sorry, my mic is on. Kota Ibushi. <laughs> no love for Rush. Has he lost yet? Four seed. Rush? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he lost. So he's lost one match. He lost to PCO at Final Battle. PCO uh, became the ROH champion. Rush has already won the title back. So that's why Rush <laughs> is. He would have been in term anyway, but, you know. Speaking of which, PCO, four seed, taking on Kenta, 13 seed. Kenta was making is making his tournament this, uh, debut. He is 1-0. He is also a, a fan favorite because he already knocked Matt Taven out of the tournament. So thank you, Kenta, for that. PCO is making his live March of Madness tournament. 
But this is my favorite set this year. He is one in one all time March of Madnesses. This is his first March of Madness since 1994. When he was. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm just because it's so funny. I'm going to go to this page and see what he did in 1994. This is how unemployed I was back in 2012, everybody. Uh, 1994. Pierre the Quebecer beat Paul Roma in the first round before losing to Yokozuna in the second round. So that's that's PCO's record in March of Madness. I think he'll fix it this year. I went with PCO. Rich. Yeah. I went with 52 years dry-aged beef. PCO, <laughs> give it to me. That could be Kenta's shoulder as well at this point. Uh, Augie. Yeah, after what, after what I saw at MSG, give me PCO. Wait. Fucking give it to me, baby. Give me some Kenta. Give it to me. Oh, wow. That's an upset of all upsets. Um, I forgot to do it for the last match. Uh, one person picked Roosh. One person picked Kota Ibushi to win. One person picked Kenta to win. Four people have picked PCO to win the whole damn thing. Uh, sneaking his way into the tournament like only he can. Goldberg versus Ivar of the Viking Raiders. Ivar has already beaten his partner Eric this year. To get here, he's 3-3 three and three lifetime. Uh, here's some more uh, stats for you. So Goldberg is making his live March of Madness debut. But as I was just referencing, I went back and redid a lot of March of Madnesses when I was unemployed in 2012. So lifetime, Goldberg is 18-2 and two in this tournament. <laughs> he won the 1999 March of Madness, the 2001 March of Madness, and he was the runner-up in 2004. So, yeah, I went with Goldberg. (laughs) Yeah, apparently the man doesn't lose. Give me Goldberg. Uh, Witten. I will will take some Goldberg as well. Thank you very much. Rich. Uh, I'm going to go with Goldberg. I said Goldberg. What if that was a chant? Everyone instead of Goldberg, they went Goldberg. Like and like it. held the note. Yeah. I'm down. Fuck, he's got a better record um, than uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Well, not live. So, so this was, so again, oh, Goldberg was only around for a couple years. So he won the, he won the first tournament he was fucking in. And then the following year, he lost to fucking Jeff Jarrett in the second round. And then the, he won the tournament the following year. Then wasn't in the tournament for two years, and then was the runner-up to Brock Lesnar in 2004. He was only in four fucking tournaments. He won two of them, and he was runner-up in another one. So what a guy! Yeah, had he uh, been I'm gonna a be right back. Wrestler, yeah, had he been a regular wrestler at this point, he'd be fucking running with Cena numbers. What's Cena's record? Well, we're waiting for Rich to come back. Because Cena, of course, uh, last year was the first year he was in the tournament. Cena's not in the tournament this year. Cena ended up being 32 and six. <laughs> In live, God. in live March of Madison. Golly. That's, that's two titles and a runner-up. So all time, he ended up being 47 and 15, which is just fucking disgusting. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's where that kind of uh, goes. Uh, for the bracket, Ivar was picked by one person. So thanks, Ivar, for filling out a bracket. Goldberg, uh, was picked by <laughs> 17 people, so he is a favorite amongst the uh, the listening audience. Uh, we'll move on to our next match while waiting for it to come back. Two seed, Chris Jericho, 
taking on 15 seed Ray Phoenix. Phoenix, of course, already has a victory under his belt, defeating Pentagon Jr. in the play-in round. He is 2-4, and four, live March of Menaces. Chris Jericho. Of course, Jericho, we've been doing this 10 years, so this is only Jericho's fifth live Marcho, because every other year he's either doing rock songs or hosting game shows. He's 5-4, and four, live March of Menaces, 15-16 all-time. He was in the Final Four in 2001, and he did make an Elite Eight during the live era in 2017. Uh, I didn't have the balls to pick a 16-over-1 upset, but I got big enough balls to take a 15-over-2. I went with Ray Phoenix. He looked mighty fine against Pentagon Jr. Uh, he was maybe one of the most impressive ones I saw, along with Samoa Joe. So, fuck it. Jericho's... Uh, Jericho's uh, Susceptible oh. and upset. Let's do it. So you got to see okay. Pentagon Jr. lose again? <laughs> I've seen Pentagon Jr. lose more than I have lost change out of my pocket in my life. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I didn't do it. I went with Jericho because I want the points. <laughs> yeah, good call. Witten? I I know what you're talking about, and this is probably the second-to-last match that I decided, and I just... I just couldn't do it. I, I had to go with Jericho. Uh, Rich, are you back? No, okay. What, are the, you what are the ratings differences between the two of them? Uh, an, an eight point difference. So Jericho's rated 90, Phoenix is rated 82. Mm. So not, not anything crazy. There's been crazier. I think the biggest one is that AJ Styles, Keith Lee. Oh no, Okada and Archery. That's a 15 point difference. Um, that's a, that's a big one. And then, uh, Brock Lesnar and Dragon Lee is also a 15 point difference, um, in the, the other side of the bracket. So, but again, my answer to that every year on the Squared Circle subreddit, somebody asks, Hey, so like, you're going to let us know the ratings, like what the attributes are. And I go, tense. I won this tournament. <laughs> that's all you need to know is tense. I won this tournament. So that normally shuts people up in their tracks. Um, is Rich back? I don't think he is. So we will just keep going, okay. and we'll come back to Rick. Oh, perfect. Good time. Uh, your pick Your pick for Jericho versus Phoenix. Jericho versus Phoenix. Oh, I went Phoenix here. Um, Ooh, so I feel I. like I've been. I feel like I've been kind of picking against Jericho the last few years in the tournament because he's old. <laughs> he's old. <laughs> Is that <laughs> Jericho? Uh, that's, that's my professional opinion. Shit, brother, he's five, years ago. You can't stay home because he doesn't like sleeping with his wife. Um, <laughs> uh, he's five and four in live Marshall Madness is rich. So he, yeah, he is like I was highlighting. He's very much middle, and also most of those are going to come from one year because he made an elite eight in 2017. So before that, mm. he was like one in three in this tournament. That sounds no. sounds more like the low light reel. <laughs> oh, watch out, Witten. He's coming for you. I, I, um, I, 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 I usually I usually start slower and then I pick up the pace. Sure. It's 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 a marathon in a sprint, baby. <laughs> That's true. Uh seven seed, Roderick Strong taking on ten seed, Randy Orton. Roderick Strong is a surprising six and four in this tournament. Um, he was in the Elite Eight last year, so he had a very good showing last year. Randy Orton is the highest-profile wrestler in March of Madness history to never win the tournament. 
He is our second man that has been in every single March of Madness. Did I miss the third earlier? Oh, the third was Samoa Joe. It's AJ, Samoa Joe, and Randy Orton, who are the three that have been in every March of Madness. Orton is 16 and 9 live March of Madnesses, 39 and 18 lifetime. Let me run through his accomplishments. He was the runner-up in 2008, and he's been in the Elite Eight in 2003, 2004, 2006, 2012, 2016, and 2017. That is six Elite Eights for Randy Orton and not a fucking title to show for it. I know this is building up to be picking against Randy Orton. I picked Randy Orton. <laughs> so, fuck me, Augie. Yeah, for all those reasons, Randy Orton. Whitten? I have a strong feeling that it's Randy Orton. Ah, you okie doked us. Rich. Randy Orton's a son of a bitch. Randy Orton. <laughs> oh, that'd be great if you just started using this. I'm a son of a bitch. Three <laughs> seed Drew McIntyre against 14 seed Bandito. Bandito making his tournament debut. Already got one win against Shingo in the play-in uh, round. Great play-in match there. Uh, Drew McIntyre, five and seven live March of Madnesses. He did make the Elite Eight last year, though. Uh, it's got a lot of momentum. Got to keep the momentum rolling. I got Drew McIntyre. Rich. You, you got you to go McIntyre here. <laughs> you didn't have to say it like an actual like bracketologist from 1987. <laughs> you know, look, I mean, like this team has got hearts, they got guts, and, you know, true fundamentals. You got to go McIntyre here. Like Paul Heyman's dad, Whitten. <laughs> yeah, I went with McIntyre as well. And Augie. Yeah, I didn't want to. But McIntyre. If anybody, if anybody was going to, I was. I held out hope for you, but couldn't do it. I get it, man. I get He's it. He's got plenty more time. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. If we don't relegate ROH, he's got plenty of time. Uh, seven seed Kyle O'Reilly against ten seed Finn Balor. Kyle O'Reilly two and six in this tournament all time. Finn Balor six and four in this tournament all time. He was in the final four in 2016. Uh, I, I'll start. I got Finn Balor. Uh, Rich. In an effort to be everlasting and and always interesting, I went with Finn Balor here. Augie? I yeah. Either way, I got Finn Balor. But does the game let you select regular Finn Balor versus Demon Finn Balor? It does now. Uh, the, the year he made it to the Final Four, you could just put him in Demon attire, and his rating didn't change. Now there's a two point difference between regular Finn Balor and Demon Finn Balor. It will be regular Finn Balor. Okay. In the interest well. of fairness, because he only wrestled as a Demon twice, and one of them was in Saudi Arabia. Uh, with and I also have Finn Balor. Sweep it. Back to the top. Uh, I have Adam Cole versus Kota Ibushi. I just have Cole's been surviving this long as NXT champion. Have him survive a little bit in the tournament. I got Adam Cole. Win. I have Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kota Ibushi. It's Kota. Kota's moving on. 
I think Coda was your pick for the pit the year, so the Coda's worked for you before. Augie? Adam Cole versus Kota Ibushi, and I went Kota Ibushi. Don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why either. I, <laughs> you've seen Kota Ibushi live, so I'll, you know that's a positive at least. Rich? I got Adam Cole versus Kota Ibushi, and I'm taking Kota Ibushi. Shishi. Wow. I was trying to do a Adam baby Cole thing, out. and I think it just came off more racist than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bleep it just to concern the fans at home. Um, no, uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I uh, I'm the only one who took Adam Cole out of the second round. That's concerning already. Uh, so I think all of us. Wouldn't you go ahead and take this one next? Because the rest of us have the interesting matchup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have uh, Kenta versus Goldberg, and Kenta Kanta. So I took Goldberg. That match, even if that match happens on the bracket, that match will somehow cause my game to get a concussion. Uh, the rest of us have PCO and Goldberg, which is just, just, that might happen. <laughs> that might end up happening some, at some uh, point. Yep. It, winner, some winner winners. Is chef's kiss shit. <laughs> winner gets extra senior citizen benefits. Uh, if you remember, if you remember back to the 2017 Rumble, Rumble and Rumble and someone, I think this is like 110 years of dad almost. Uh, I have Goldberg because it'll be fun while it lasts for PCO. Rich, look, we all know Goldberg is a big gearhead. He has a lot of cars, and we all know they both use jumper cables, but for, for completely different reasons. I'm going with Goldberg. The PCO thing's fun, but, I mean, come on. Yeah. You said it all earlier. Yeah. Aki. I, I mean, yeah, after what I saw of MSG, the man has to have some sort of residual damage. So I'm going to go with the guy who apparently doesn't lose and go with Goldberg. Oh, God, just let that happen. If we get Kenta versus Ivar, I'm canceling March of Madness. I will just turn the game off <laughs> as soon as that match is locked. Just give us that. Come on. You have to at least give us that. Uh, next, uh, Rich, go ahead and start. I think you have the same match as I do. Uh, Ray Phoenix versus Randy Orton? Damn right. There's going to be approximately 35 cutters in that match, and, well, he's a son of a bitch, Randy Orton. Yeah, I got the SOB, too. I got Orton uh, with Phoenix giving 34 handspring cutters and one RKO probably winning it. Yep. Wait. I have Chris Jericho versus Randy Orton. He's a damn son of a bitch, Randy Orton. Man, this, everyone's on Orton's dick this year. It's crazy. Augie. Yeah, I got Chris Jericho versus Randy Orton in a match that we've probably seen a hundred times and never want to see again. Uh, I got the son of a bitch, Randy Orton. <laughs> oh, this is a great gimmick. Let's keep this rolling. Um... Drew McIntyre versus Finn Balor is my match. Feels like it's his year. Give me Drew. Augie. Copy-paste. We're Wait. back on the same page. Yeah, there we go. Is it me? Wait. It is, yes. Paste. And Rich. Paste. 
<laughs> that match is paced. That's <laughs> just those are two. Finn Balor is paced. Uh, back to the top of the, the bracket here with the Sweet 16. Uh, this one's been a lot more chalk, or pace for that matter. Uh, I have Adam Cole versus Goldberg, and I think it ends here for Adam Cole. I have Goldberg. Win. I have Kota Bushi versus Goldberg, and I, I have a feeling Kota's going to pull out some crazy shit for this one, but... Unfortunately, it's not going to be enough. It's Goldberg. That matches. That's something. Augie. I got Kota Ibushi versus Goldberg. I'm so glad you read off those stats. I had no idea those stats existed. So uh, apparently the man doesn't lose. Give me Goldberg. (laughs) Makes you feel much better. And uh, Rich. Kota Ibushi. Goldberg. Two men. Zero necks. I went with Goldberg. (laughs) It's like a dope-ass Van Damme premise. <laughs> like, uh, I forgot to highlight, You thought I was way, dead because I had zero necks? <laughs> uh, so I forgot to highlight in this region uh, the, uh, the the picks here. for. I think I missed some of them. I'll, I'll, I'll just come back once we're done with this region. Uh, Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre, I believe, is all of our matchup. This is where the son of a bitch ends. I'm going with Drew McIntyre. Rich. Well, you have a son of a bitch and you have a son of a bitch. That was not a Scottish accent. You son of a bitch. No, that's not a, that's nothing. That's not a, I don't think Scottish people just say the word bitch. I just think they just don't say it. I think, I think that also somehow came off racist, but don't think it. <laughs> I went with I went with McIntyre. I went with okay. Druba McIntyre. Uh, uh Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. He's gonna give it his all, but he's gonna blow a McIntyre, and the son of a bitch Randy Orton is gonna move on. Good lord, Augie. Yep, I don't want to live in that world. Give me Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I want to live in the fun world. Um, all right, so Witten gets to do the unfun. Didn't you do the unfun matchup last time, too, in the Elite Eight or the Final Four? Uh, we wasted was, was, all the good fun on you. Can't send Goldberg. Never mind. Go ahead for your Elite matchup for Witten. Uh, for my Elite matchup, it's Goldberg. It's Randy Orton. I flipped a coin. Son of a bitch did something to my coin because it's Randy Orton. Man, this is the year I'm going to be so mad because you are getting points off of all this for no other reason. Uh, Rich. I got Goldberg. I got Drew McIntyre. I'm pretty sure both of them have dressed up as Santa at some point in their career, whether for a movie or a WWE thing. I went with Goldberg defeating Drew McIntyre. Both persons. No, Chris Kattan. Augie. I got Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre, and apparently he doesn't lose. Give me Goldberg. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Apparently, I have him losing. I got Drew McIntyre. I'm hoping. Uh, stupid. Um, I, stupid. I, I think I missed some. I think I missed some stats here earlier. Uh, so Randy Orton was picked by six people to win this tournament. I was kind of surprised that number was so low, 
PCO, four people picked the win. I think I actually hit that one earlier. I think I missed Okada in, like, the previous bracket somehow. Um, no, I think I got that one. Never mind. Uh, I'm a mess here. I'm sorry. Um, two people picked Kyle O'Reilly. Drew McIntyre, late surge. 18 people have Drew McIntyre win the tournament. One more than mm. Goldberg at 17. Four people have Finn wow. Balor. Uh, two people have Ray Phoenix. Five people have Chris Jericho. Have we gone over who has the most picks? Uh, no, we are going to, we are going to get to that person on the right side of the bracket. We are halfway done. Uh, I believe, I believe the three odds on favorites are all on the right side of the bracket. I think now you could probably guess who those people are. Um, oh yeah, I just we saw will start. One. Yeah, we will start in this region. Uh, it's either me or Widden. What have we done wrong in our lives? Um, uh, what is the name of the Triple H region? Because everything Wooden has ever guessed on Triple H. <laughs> um, I got a, I got a, I got a better one because because oh, we can't Lord. because we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't put influence on this thing. So I've got a better one. I have not muttered this name in I don't know how many years. Alex Riley. Oh, got it ready to go, Triple H. <laughs> yeah, Triple H is at least fun. We can't put that influence on this. We cannot put that influence on this. Alex Riley's just sad. I get bummed out whenever I think about him and his fucking saggy, leathery torso. Look, Triple H. Ha- tri- look, Triple H has a power over me. Okay, he has influenced my life in in very bad ways. And Lauren didn't exercise the. <laughs> Hey, hey, that, hey, that's on you, man. That ain't on me. Exercise your demons, man. Okay, fine, fine. For this region, fine. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. And as soon as I did that, uh, the little Triple H figurine fell over. The demons have been exercised. <laughs> he can see you. Got him. Uh, the champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! my final power because i realized i was going to hold on to it for a 10 anniversary show but uh the new champion will be whoever has the best bracket here because the pot title will be defended in this region for my final power when i would like you to write at least a five page i want you to write a fantasy warfare five page essay on a triple h versus alex riley match what the fuck is this shit? So, Five pages? So, do you get to book the winner or does he book the winner? So one page, what they do in preparation. Three pages, the match. And the final page, after the bell. So so it's basically a five-page booking of a fantasy match between the two of them. Yeah. If I was reading a wrestling match in a novel, how would it look? You do it, and you get you, you have you have create a free reign, create a free. There must be a winner. Drink, though. drink copious amounts of alcohol. You should be coming in your or, pants. Or, this is your dream. Actually, well, remember you do have to drink copious amounts of alcohol because remember also that uh, Roman Reigns Goldberg missed <laughs> out. So, so thanks for reminding me. <laughs> thanks, bud. Fuck. Uh, so. Alex Riley slash Triple H region, number one overall seed, Seth Rollins taking on Jonathan Gresham. Gresham, of course, making the tournament debut, defeating uh, one of the tournament's stalwarts, Jay Lethal, in the play-in match. Seth Rollins is quietly, after Randy Orton, becoming the second 
highest profile guy to not have a March of Madness title. He is 14 and 8 in live March of Madnesses. He's been to the Elite Eight in 2014, 2017, and 2018. Uh, I have Seth Rollins. Rich. Wait, that's it? Never Final Four, never Finals? Never been to the Final Four, never been to the Finals. Been to three Elite Eights. Rich. Sethery Rollins, please, and thank you. Oh, win. Yeah, sure, Seth Rollins. And Aki. Who the fuck is Jonathan Gresham? Give me Seth Rollins. <laughs> he's actually, he's, 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 he's pretty push. good. He's pretty good wrestler. I, I think you saw him wrestle at WrestleMania weekend. I don't remember. We saw Augie, a lot of wrestling. Augie, he's the guy that has that octopus mask. That I nominated in the Swaggies. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, definitely. I don't think I saw that in person, but. I don't, I don't think he wore the mask, but yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins only got picked by five people to win this tournament. Uh, Gresham obviously got no votes, but surprised that the number one overall seed would get so little, like Seth. Uh, eight seed, Tommaso Ciampa against nine seed, Tama Tonga. Tonga's 0 and 2 in this tournament. Tommaso Ciampa 2 and 3 in this tournament. Mm. I went with Ciampa. Uh, is Tomatonga the one that has my birthday or the other one? That's the other one. Tomatonga is the best promo in professional wrestling history. Oh, then give me Champa. <laughs> Win. Ain't nobody give a fuck about no bullshit Tommaso Champa. Give me Tomatonga. I'm glad somebody went with it. Especially maybe this next person, Rich. Yeah, I went with Tama. <laughs> I knew, yeah. I mean, that's, that's maybe the biggest no-brainer of all time. You've been referencing Tonga since 2014, 15? Yeah. He's one of the best defensive wrestlers out there, damn it. And Tomasa Ciampa has just been right about your favorite wrestler for his entire career. Where's he? Is Look, he coming man, up? Yeah, he's coming up. Huh? Time will tell. Well, we'll find out next week when that match happens instead of at a takeover. Uh, three seed? Is he a three or four? I think he's a four seed. Four seed, Cody Rhodes taking on 13 seed, Ricochet. Cody, seven and eight, live March of Madness, 11 and 12 lifetime, so pretty underwhelming. Ricochet, six and five in this tournament, including a win this year in the playing round over Rey Mysterio. He was in the final four in 2018. Rich. It's weird, but I kind of got to go with Cody. Doesn't feel right. I felt the same, I felt the same way. I was like, why, why would I take Cody here? But I was like, I almost kind of like have to, at least for, yeah, I, it, yeah it, just, it just felt right. Rich. I'm sorry, Witten. Ricochet is just going to bounce himself right out of this tournament. Give me Cody. All right, Augie. Fuck y'all, because I'm right, Ricochet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be really sad when Ricochet is not in this tournament next year. <laughs> just say that on the record. <laughs> I, I, I was actually just thinking how Ricochet, like, just, as, uh, like, overall, he's just going to be so underwhelming. Like, he had so much promise, and just WWE ruined him, and now he's going to fade off. Tag team with Cedric, he's on a tag team with Cedric Alexander now. I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm hopeful of on a hope that they put those two with MVP and let them be a tag team and let him talk for them. That's the biggest no. no-brainer of all fucking time. 
Now, remember you had said when, when Ricochet came to WWE, they actually were training him to make things look easier or whatever the fuck it was, like basically mm-hmm. pulling him, or, like pulling the reins on him. If he were to go to AEW, would they let him do his shit? If he were to go to AEW, the first spot he would have in his match would be a twelve eighty. Yeah, he needs to go to AEW. Yeah. How much longer um, does he have on his contract? At least a year. He signed, yeah. a, he signed a three-year, but normally normally they get up when they get called up, so maybe two. Who knows? Uh, next, King Corbin versus Murphy. Murphy's one and two in this tournament. King Corbin is four and four, including two back-to-back victories over Okada in the second round of this tournament. Look, it's just destined to be a thing. I have Corbin. <laughs> I'll just do it and get it the fuck over with. Rich. Well, as uh, as Murphy Law states, uh, whatever Ken Corbin, King Corbin. Win. Let's Not just get it, get it over with. It's Corbin. Augie. Let's fucking get this over with. Plus, Murphy had Alexa. He doesn't need any, he doesn't need this anymore. Man, you actually you even went with Corbin. We all are so pessimistic this year about it. <laughs> he's rated really well. He's got the haircut in the game. Oh boy, this is gonna be bad. Two seed Tetsuya Naito against fifteen seed Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky making his tournament debut. Uh, already got a win over Kazarian in the playing round. Tetsuya Naito three and three in this tournament. Uh, almost went the upset here, but I went with Phoenix over Jericho instead, so I have Naito. Augie. I know one slightly more than the other. Give me Naito. Rich. Naito. And with. Naito! Oh, fuck. Scorpio Sky's from SCU? Yes. Oh. I just saw his picture. I was like, I know him. Well, too late. <laughs> too late. <laughs> Man, that, that's something next year. I'm going to make a bracket just with pictures for Augie. <laughs> that would oh, be better. <laughs> oh, that would be a fantastic idea. I'll start working on that now. 2021 March is already locked. Based on what's happened in front of no people. Um, seven seed Johnny Gargano versus ten seed Matt Riddle. Riddle is zero and two in this tournament. Johnny Gargano is six and seven in live March of Menaces. He went to the Elite Eight in two thousand and fourteen in one of the most famous like March it. of Madness runs of all time, and he's basically mm-hmm. done nothing since. Rich. <laughs> I went with Johnny Gargambro. And it it began. Hey, remember that year you took... I have to refine which year you took Johnny Gargano all the way on on a whim. That was maybe my favorite moment (laughs) in podcast. Any podcast. Uh, Augie. Uh, Yeah, I got Gargano. Although I can see Riddle pulling up an upset here. Yeah, damn right I can. I have Matt Riddle. Because fuck him. That's why. (laughs) Oh, man. He's going to flip, but then he's going to flop, and Gargano's going to win. Pussy. Flip-flops. He wears flip-flops. I'm honestly shocked that more of y'all did Well, basically, I'm shocked that Witten didn't take (laughs) Matt Riddle. 
Gargano is Gargano's rated eighty four. I think he's the highest rated. Him and Cole, the highest rated NXT guys. Riddle's still slumming it in eighty. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's this is the first year Riddle was in the game too. I'm always curious to see how the in the game characters work. So, the biggest first round match in a Marcho Madness history: the three seed Roman Reigns. Against the 14 seed, your current reigning defending Marcho Madness champion, and your current reigning defending Podswoggle champion, Alistair Black. In this tournament, Alistair Black is 7-1 and one because he won last year's tournament, just as he won the February Podswoggle title tournament. Roman Reigns is 12-7 and seven in this tournament. He was the runner-up to Alistair Black in last year's final. This is basically the tournament, I feel like, for everybody. <laughs> this match right here, almost. Uh, I'm not going first. Wait, go first. <laughs> okay. The biggest match in March of Madness history, and I thought about it for three seconds. It's Roman Reigns. Really? Oh. Okay. Confidence. Yeah, I mean, it's the same. I picked Roman Reigns, too. It's he's on the fucking box this year. Like Yeah. Rich. I've been seeing a lot of rainy days lately. I'm going with Roman Reigns. And yes, that implies what you think it does. I know it does. (laughs) If anyone knows how to defeat a mass, it's Roman Reigns. That's a terrible (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Wow. I I couldn't tell if Hulk's in your name uh, out of... Like to tweet it? Out of just... uh, was incredulous. Aberration? Or, yeah, incredulity or for your Twitter, yeah. I didn't didn't know if you were trying to make like a physics joke or like what you were trying to do Uh, there. I can make a physics joke. Come on, Wayden. I have at least some decency. That was a cancer joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the argument. Tell us is that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that's the tweet. Is that sentence? Oh, oh, Augie, Augie. Whenever I get powers again, I'm gonna make you learn physics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a long fucking power. <laughs> the 38 year power. Um. <laughs> Uh, I forgot to highlight earlier, so Tommaso Ciampa was picked by four people to win the bracket. Uh, Cody, nobody picked him to win March of Madness. I believe also nobody picked Ricochet, so that's just a dead area for everybody. Uh, two people picked Murphy. Six people picked King Corbin. Naito was picked by 12 people, kind of sneaking underneath hmm. there. Scorpio Sky has one vote. Johnny Gargano has two votes. So I got to see what Rich's backup email address is. Um, Matt Riddle... <laughs> Uh, Gargano was picked by two people. Riddle got six picks to take the whole thing. Wow. Um, uh, Alistair Black, eight people picked him. I remember there was a lot of skepticism on the Zack Sabre Jr. repeat year where he didn't have a lot of people picked. Uh, Even us, I think, picked against him highly. Uh, Roman Reigns is picked by 18 brackets to win the whole shebang-a-bang. Still not in the top three. Winner of that highly 
contentious match. Also, I love that we all pick Roman Reigns. All of our tournaments could be over in that first match. <laughs> very, <laughs> very easy. I'm assuming. Well, we'll find out more here as we go on, but ju- just guessing. Uh, Hangman Page, I believe he is a six seed. No, seven seed. Hangman Page against ten seed Big E. Big E in this tournament. Uh, finally got over the Xavier Woods hump. The past couple years, he's been knocked out by Woods in the first round. He's eight and six in this tournament. He was the runner-up in 2014 to Bully Ray. Hangman Page making his tournament debut. When in doubt, go with experience. I went with Big E. Rich. Cow, boy, shit. Give me Hangman Page. Win. Man, motherfuckers, call me Bob Seger because I'm turning the page. I'm taking Big E. All right. And Augie. You mean that Big E beef? All right. Got to go more beef. Did you have beef? Did you have beef for your dinner, Augie? No, I actually had turkey for tacos. I should have gotten beef. (laughs) Turkey tacos? I had turkey meat, ground turkey. Yeah, I just put the seasoning on it. It tastes like beef. It's Tuesday for those that don't know what day we record, but it's uh, Taco Tuesday. I had tacos as well, and I didn't make the connection. How about that? Uh, I just had tacos. I had tacos out of just sheer innocence. Um. (laughs) How dare you, sir? (laughs) Uh, Biggie was picked by seven people to win the tournament. Hangman Page, 13 picks to win the tournament. Hangman Page, a lot of cowboy shit fans out there. Uh, we will go back up to the top of the Alex Riley Triple H region. Uh, for my match, Seth Rollins and Tommaso Ciampa, I went with Seth Rollins. Win. Uh, for my match of Seth Rollins versus Tomatonga, yeah, I'm going to give a fuck about Seth Rollins. So I got Seth Rollins. Rich? I got Seth Rollins versus Tomatonga, and I ended up going with Seth Rollins, because I have no imagination. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Seth Rollins versus Ciampa, and I went with Seth. Very good. Cody versus King Corbin. Can I let everyone know if this happens, what the first match of the second round is already? Um, I went with King Corbin, because like I said, I'm a pessimist at heart. Rich. Wrestling has only one royal family, and, well, the one person in this match is a king, so I went with King Corbin. Duh, it just it makes sense. Augie? Man, I got Ricochet, and I have King Corbin, and like I said, Ricochet made me sad that he's, like, fading off into the sunset, and King Corbin just fucking sucks, so I, I, I just went with King Corbin. Even you! Even you! I know! I know! I don't know why! Wow. I just like like if he loses, I'm gonna be happy. So it's like, all right, well, let me fucking pick him to win because if he gets if he wins, at least I get the points. Win. There is one question I want to ask because I think it's gonna be big. If the Cody that we have for this game is this with or without tattoo? Without tattoo. Then it's King Corbin. Tattoo gives him five points easily. What? <laughs> what? He harnesses he harnesses the power of the tattoo. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just if anything, on, I'm right? surprised there's not more votes for Cody because he doesn't have the tattoo in the game. <laughs> now, now I'm just going to look for a tattooed Cody um, just to see how bad the tattoo is uh, virtually. 
Uh, Tetsu Naito versus Matt Riddle is my match. Uh, I went with Naito. I'd like to see that, but we'll never see it because Matt Riddle's probably not allowed in Japan. Rich, no, not you, because I know what the other match is. Uh, I have oh, Naito. <laughs> <laughs> I have Naito versus Johnny Gargano, uh, and he's gonna say Naito to Gargano. It's Naito. Uh, Augie? Oh, I was muted. I also have Naito versus Gargano, and I went with Gargano. Naito, Gargano. The Baltimore match, Rich. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, Han, so I was taking a look at this match, and uh, you got your Tetsuya Naito, and you got your Jonathan Gargano, and, you know, they're both very spirited competitors and all, and, uh, you know, I'd like to enjoy a, a natty bow with either one of them. You know, go down the ocean, go crabbing. Uh, you know, have a little crab soup, uh, some, have some crab chips, uh, have a crab cake, you know, uh, just really, you know, kick back with the boys. Uh, in the end, you know, I think I'm going to go with that Tetsuya Naito, though. Wow. Really? What a bad father. <laughs> <laughs> bad also, father. Also, third time you've been racist on this show. <laughs> Look, I can because my mom's from there. I know. It was actually a very, very well done performance, Rich. Um, Roman Reigns versus Biggie is my matchup. <laughs> Fuck it, I want the points. Roman Reigns. Win. Roman Reigns versus Biggie. Roman Reigns. Augie? Roman Reigns versus Biggie. And if anyone knows how to avoid the big ending, it's Roman Reigns. When we said we wanted more jokes, it's not what I meant. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Roman Reigns, Hangman Page, Roman Reigns. Let's okay. Well, sweet sixteen. Let's let's do it, huh? Uh, Seth Rollins versus King Corbin. Can't see that enough. It ends. It ends. It all ends. Seth Rollins, please. I got uh, Seth Rollins versus King Corbin. Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah. King Corbin. This is a classic. Uh, bout of church versus state, and I'm gonna go on the side of state. I want with King Corbin in this one. Jesus. He scares me. Scares me I mean, in this thing. Again, just as much as history doesn't matter, but also sometimes bad things happen. In this game, bad things happen. And like we talked about, every year there's that one guy that's like, it was inevitable for this to happen. Let's just get it out of the way. Huh. Uh, Witten. Uh, for Seth Rollins and King Corbin. Uh, yeah, fucking done. Seth Rollins. And Augie. Seth Rollins, Corbin, and yes, thank God, Seth Rollins. Well, uh, next matchup. I have a lot of chalk here, but this is, this is a, a chalk matchup. be interesting. I have uh, Tatsu Naito versus Roman Reigns. I have Roman Reigns. Rich. 
I have Tetsuya Naito and Roman Reigns. I went with Tetsuya Naito. This is just the man's oh. year. What can I say? Okay, I like that little dif- difference there. Widen? Uh, Tetsuya Naito and Roman Reigns. Gentlemen, I am a cell phone from 1999 because I am Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, can't be that bad, Augie. Go ahead. No, nah, I have Gargano and Roman Reigns, and I couldn't think of what Gargano's finisher was, so insert your own cancer joke here. Roman Reigns. If anyone, if anyone knows how to handle no escape, it's Roman Reigns. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I was ready just in case you didn't have it. Elite Eight. Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns. One more time. I'm just going to keep doing it until it happens. Roman Reigns is my pick to make it to the Final Four. Augie. Yeah, I also have Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and come on, man. Roman Reigns. I don't have a joke. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Call me Russell Crowe from Gladiator because I am Roman. How many more of those? Well, I guess there's only one more you could potentially have. Or two. (laughs) That was Uh, my favorite line from Gladiator, too. (laughs) <laughs> just like that. When uh, Joaquin like Phoenix that. looked right in the right right down the barrel of the camera and just said, "I am Roman." <laughs> um, yeah. Now for something completely different, indeed. I got King Corbin and Tetsuya Naito, and it's just the guy's year. I went with Naito. Oh yeah. All right. He's not able to celebrate his success as. Double champion right now because all the shows have been canceled till like May or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he's fresh, he's ready, he's ready to go. Um, all right, our final region. This is oh god, what have I done wrong in my life? <laughs> um, <laughs> do you need some help? <laughs> I don't want I don't want to take your help, but I'll take it. Go ahead. Oh, it's stuff I don't want to bring up. I was kidding. <laughs> they can't do that. Come on. <laughs> Give it to me. Come on, bitch. Do it. Uh, the tutors. And, you know, just everything that night. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, the tutors region. Yeah, the, uh, the tutors. <laughs> slash, uh, smoking for 10 years. The, the smoking for 10 years region. We'll call it that. Let the tutors work. <laughs> oh, the story off air. Uh, <laughs> uh, number one seed, Brock Lesnar, taking on 16 seed, Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee making his debut in the tournament. He defeated Ace Austin in the first round. Brock Lesnar, 13 and 4. Live March of Manises. 22 and 6. All time March of Manises. He won the tournament in 2004, and in live March of Madness, he's got a little bit of everything. He was in the Elite Eight in 2016, he was in the Final Four in 2015, and he was the runner-up in 2018. Uh, I'm not even going to ascertain this. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> correct. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing he's number one pick from everybody on the brackets. Uh, he is, uh, nobody picked Dragon Lee, you can tell you that much, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 
32 people have Roman Reigns to win the tournament. He is... He is number one. You are correct. Uh, he is number one with 32. Uh, second and uh, third place, we are also getting to in this same region. This Uh-oh. is... This is the beef motherfucking region. This this is the Tudors region. <laughs> all these fuckers can fart, let me tell you. Uh, Kevin Owens, Tongaloa, two classic farters right here. Uh, Tongaloa, two and two in this tournament. Kevin Owens, one and six live March of Menaces, one and eight lifetime. Man, am I hoping Whoa. he figures it out. Because I have Kevin Owens. Uh, Rich. Yeah, Kevin Owens, I guess. After that, shit. <laughs> we forget every year, Augie. Huh. In the battle of May 7th birthdays. Uh, oh, wow. They both have my birthday. Just Tonga is one year older than Kevin Owens. And I went with Kevin Owens. Because he's younger by a year. And win. Uh, paste. Move on. Nice. His only victory in this tournament, and this gives me so much joy, is in 2018 against Sami Zayn. <laughs> That's just so perfect. <laughs> uh, next. Three seed Switchblade Jay White against 14 seed John Morrison. Jay White 0 and 2 in this tournament. John Morrison 5 and 6 live March of Madness. He's 13 and 11 all time. He was a runner-up in 2010, and he was in the Elite Eight in 2008. That is when he was in the game. He is not in the game because he just returned to the company. So I went with Jay White. Win. Uh, I also went with Jay White as well. Uh, Morrison didn't look that good in the playing match. Yeah, wasn't impressed. His, it was a weird creative wrestler, too. That might have uh, impacted it. Uh, Rich. Jay White. And ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Morrison. You did it. I know you did it. You had to at least take him for one. You had to take him for one. one. That's like, it's like 15-year high school reunion. Oh, yeah, she does look kind of good. I'll get a hotel. It's <laughs> like, you know, you're, you, you know your girlfriend's wrong, but you got to take her side at least for a little bit. So, yeah. take her side for a little bit. <laughs> Uh, Braun Strowman is a five seed, either a five or a six seed here. Braun Strowman against Andrade. Andrade in this tournament is 0-2. Braun Strowman is a underwhelming three and four in this tournament. Now, one of those losses was against Kenny King via countout. So countouts always scare me. Uh, but I, I just can't do it yet. So I went with Braun Strowman. Uh, Augie. Braun Strowman. Rich. Ronathan Strowman. And Witten. This one was tough. This, I wanted to, but but I ended up just going chalk with Braun. Yes. Um, the last few matches I mentioned, two people picked Kevin Owens to win this tournament. Jay White was picked by one person to win this tournament. John Morrison was picked by one person to win this tournament. We may be getting to him before the podcast is up. Nope. Um, I know. Andrade <laughs> was picked by four people. And Braun Strowman, a lot of a lot of people down on Braun. Only five people picked Braun Strowman to win this tournament. Really? Okay. Only five. Two seed, the fiend Bray Wyatt against fifteen seed Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson in this tournament 
is four and seven. One of those victories came this year against his brother Nick. And uh, I should mention one more since Win was in a plane as well over the Miz. Uh, the Fiend or Bray Wyatt is seven and six. Live March of Menaces. He was the runner-up in 2015. This is the first year he's a fucking demon or something. I went with the Fiend. Win. Yeah, same. I went with the Fiend. Whitten? I'm sorry, Rich. Look, if it was Nick Jackson, <gasps> I'm there. But it's not. It's Matt Jackson. And we all know he's got back problems, so I'm going with the Fiend. And, uh, Augie. Sweep it! One person put Matt Jackson to win this tournament, and the Fiend is second place amongst all brackets. 31 people. Wow. Wow. Jake Marcy. 2020. It's going to be interesting because he's not rate. He's rated 86, so they don't have him like crazy maxed out eight curb stomps kicking out at one. So I have no. But they never had like a mythical character before. So I, I anything can really happen here. So it'll be it'll be intriguing. Uh, seven seed the Velveteen Dream taking on ten seed Sammy Callahan. Callahan 2-1 and one in this tournament, including a victory, uh, an upset victory, I'd say, against Brian Cage in the play-in. Velveteen Dream 0-1. Oh I went with the Velveteen Dream. Rich. Uh, dream me. <laughs> like, throw me from the Night of the Creeps? Dream me? I'm for it. Sure. Uh, Whitten? Uh, who can? Callahan. Okay. And I'll... Dream me? <laughs> dream me? <laughs> uh, he's dreamy. Um, one person picked Sammy Callahan in the tournament. Velveteen Dream, five picks to win March of Madness. Three seed Walter against 14 seed Jordan Devlin. He defeated Hiromu Takahashi in the play-in, so he's currently 1-0, making his tournament debut. Walter made his tournament debut last year, only 1-1. One one. These guys have had great matches this past year. I went with Walter because he's huge. Augie. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know who Jordan Devlin is. The only thing that comes to mind is Clark Devlin, which is a character from the tuxedo, which Jackie Chan and Jennifer Love Hewitt were in. Uh, <laughs> so, so I went with Walter. <laughs> fuck, if I had a power left, I'd replace Jordan Devlin in this tournament with whoever the fuck you just said. <laughs> Clark Devlin is the Clark Devlin's the super spy that Jackie Chan put on the tuxedo and took his spot when he was uh, incapacitated. I love that movie because Jennifer Love Hewitt is fucking smoking hot in that movie. That, in case you didn't know at home, uh, Jennifer can, Love Hewitt is like Augie's like all-time dream everything. Sure, I get that. But there's also the internet. <laughs> and so desperately needed to see Jennifer Love Hewitt, there's the internet. But then you they couldn't have watch the, the, the Walter Strider. The Walter Strider. Which, because Jackie Chan has a heavy like accent, it sounded like you oh. saying Walter Strider, and it was the Water Strider, which is a type of insect that went on top of the water. Anyway, I don't want to analyze this whole fucking movie anymore than what we have. <laughs> Let's go on to the next bracket. I look. I've come to expect pretty much anything being brought up when we record Poswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. 
I I am mouth agape right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, two things. Number one, Jason Isaacs is who Augie's referencing. So, hey, yeah, we can get some Lucius Malfoy in this son of a bitch. And uh, number two, Augie, you made three cancer jokes on today's podcast, and that's the worst moment in your podcast tonight. <laughs> talking about the tuxedo for about ten minutes. Um, where the fuck? We all have Walter, right? I'm not even going to go. Yeah, my person I, yeah, yeah. I have Walter. Let's move on. Augie took all of our Walter time with his tuxedo time. Um, I'm also concerned now because I Wikipedia the tuxedo, and uh, there was another uh, a recommendation that was the tuxedo begins. I'm like, oh my god, did they make a prequel to the tuxedo? <laughs> and it's an episode of Thirty Rock. So no, uh, they did not. Uh, could have been a trilogy. False oh, alarms. Uh, and our final first round matchup, um, and it's a big one. Uh, seven seed. Or no, six seed Kenny Omega against eleven seed Jacob Fatu. Jacob Fatu making his March of Madness debut as MLW champion. Kenny Omega in this tournament is five and five. Win. Uh, I went with Kenny Omega on this one. Rich. Kenny Omega. Augie. Yeah, I went with the 2019-2020 watered-down version of Kenny Omega. <laughs> uh, I think Widen mentioned it on uh, maybe it was the Moxley-Zack Sabre Jr. match. I changed – I took five minutes to make my bracket. Four of those minutes was picking this match because I fucking love Jacob Fatu. If anyone's going to come out of nowhere and fucking crush this tournament, it's a creative wrestler, Jacob Fatu. I had it, and I didn't have the balls. I switched it to Kenny Omega. Um, two people have Jacob Fatu to win the tournament, and Kenny Omega is third place in people's brackets at home. 30 people have Kenny Omega to win this tournament. So out of the, as I mentioned, the top uh, 400 roughly brackets that are completed, almost a quarter of them are Kenny Omega, The Fiend, or Brock Lesnar winning this tournament. Damn. And they are all in this region. So let's move on, shall we? To the top of this region. Brock Lesnar and Kevin Owens is my match. He's won one match. If he gets here, he'll win two. That's good enough for this year. I went with Brock Lesnar. Rich. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Kevin Owens. I went with Brock Lesnar. Uh, Augie? Yeah, pat on the back to Kevin Owens, but it's Brock Lesnar. And with uh, Brock Lesnar versus Kevin Owens, call me Drew Carey, because Cleveland Brock's. <laughs> That's like, he's what? <laughs> Who's from Cleveland? Let's, Moving right along. Yeah, yeah let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Witten to talk his way out of that. <laughs> just gonna say something. Like, yeah, no, please, there is no way ahead. to talk myself out of that. I know. Uh, next round, or next match, I have Jay White versus Braun Strowman. Uh, yeah, I, I'm still rocking the Braun train. Give me Braun. Uh, Witten. Uh, Jay White versus Braun Strowman. Uh, I will take some Braun Strowman as well, please. Augie? I got Morrison and Braun Strowman, and after your stats, I don't think this is a no-brainer anymore, but I went with Braun Strowman. True. Uh, Rich? I got 
Jason White versus Bronathan Strowman, and I'm going to go with the one who's taller. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm taller. That's, that is that sound like a Braun Strowman promo line. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you got to get these hands, and I'm taller than you. Hands! Get these cans! So deep cuts. Deep cuts. <laughs> uh, thanks, Rich. I really appreciate that. Uh, it got me. I really appreciate it. Uh, the Velva Feed Dream for, is how I'm calling this match. I was going to say another joke. But no, that's the joke. Oh, we're 90 minutes in. Yeah, we're off the rails. Um, I have the Velveteen. No, I have the Fiend. I have the Fiend. I have the Fiend. I have the Fiend. The Fiend. Rich. I got uh, the, I got the Fiend dream, and I went with uh, Fiend. Uh, Whitten? Uh, I have the Fiend versus Sammy Callahan, which is a match that kind of scares me, actually. A lot like, of spit. The, yes, <laughs> a lot of spit, which, which we don't need right now. We do not need right now. Uh... But the fiend's wearing a mask, so if he does spit, he'll stay in the mask. So I, so I picked the fiend. You know the coronavirus is bad when Sammy Callahan goes on Twitter and is like, I'm not showing up for any wrestling shows whatsoever, because this is disgusting. <laughs> you know shit is bad. <laughs> uh, okay. Got the fiend and Velveteen Dream. Fiend me. Walter versus Kenny Omega. I spent five minutes doing my bracket. Four minutes was on Omega and Jacob Fatu. 30 seconds was on Walter and Kenny Omega. Uh, if I struggled picking Omega over Fatu, well, then that makes my answer here easy. I went with Walter. Rich. I got Walter and Kenny Omega, and I have to believe that the not by much, but you know the better wrestler will prevail here. So I went with Kenny Omega. Wasn't an easy one. So I'm going with Walter. Right now it's Walter. Uh, Whitten. Uh, yep, I have Walter versus Kenny Omega as well, boys. I'm going to church because I'm now a Walter boy. I took Walter. <laughs> Christ. Literally, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, you yeah. Or church. Oh. I, Walter and Kenny Omega, and I was about to tell a joke, but it's probably going to be Witten's next round joke, so I'm just going to leave it. I went Walter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited now. No, um, if, if, if I don't say it, baby, you say it. Join the fun. Um, all right, say- so I think we're all we're, – we're close to chalk on – or I think Rich has one match difference – on what is the scariest Sweet 16 round of all time. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. Augie, go ahead. I... Where are we? Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman? You were so close, man. We were so close to being done. And you Son still got lost. Yes, Brock and Braun. Also, okay, Brock and Braun. I went with uh, Brock. Yeah, Brock. I went with the, the result every single time they touched uh, touched each other. I went with Brock. That's a weird way to put it. Every time they touched each other, that's just ugh. Uh, Widen. Uh, paste, move along. You didn't copy no, first. Oh, sorry, copy, paste, sorry, move along. Rich. 
Uh, Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. I feel like we know how this ends. Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Always. Now we gotta, with, with, a, with a stiff punch to the head and Brock Lesnar winning. Now we got to redo Witten's bracket because he pasted without copying, and now it's got the answer from like two rounds ago. All right, paperclip, <laughs> calm down. Can you at least undo first? The picture of this podcast is going to be Jackie Chan on, from the post of the tuxedo, but his face will be the Microsoft Word paperclip. And he's going to be like, what the fuck happened on this podcast? Uh, that's way too much fucking pixel work for me, but I'll do it. <laughs> I'll write it down. Uh, the Fiend versus Walter. Widen, go ahead. Uh, yep, The Fiend versus Walter. Hopefully, uh, when it get, hopefully everything gets better in the summer so everyone can go to their Walter parks. I don't know who you picked there. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Walter. <laughs> okay. Augie, I don't think you took your joke. Go ahead. It was close because I thought he was going to go with the Adam Sandler Walter boy. But instead I went with The Fiend. <laughs> you guys are confusing the fuck out of me. <laughs> I have the fiend and Walter. I went with the fiend, Rich. I have the fiend and Kenny Omega. This match will go seventy-five minutes. I have Kenny Omega. <laughs> Ninety-eight V triggers. Thirteen one-winged angels. <laughs> um. All right, elite eight. Rich, go ahead. I got Brock Lesnar versus Kenny Omega. Just stop everything you're doing and think about that. Man, it'd be so good. It'd be pretty nuts. Uh, and I went with Kenny Omega. All right. I have uh, Brock Lesnar versus The Fiend. And I believe in these things. I went with The Fiend. Augie. Brock Lesnar versus The Fiend, and me and Mullet are back on the same page. Fiend and Widen. I have Brock Lesnar versus Walter. Inject that into my fucking veins. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, big boys. Augie, there's your beef right there. Brock Lesnar, Walter, you failed. There's your beef. Brock Lesnar. It's an interesting thing, like a teacher. You failed. Here's your beef. Like, what? <laughs> All right, so that concludes the Elite Eight. So we'll go person by person and say what our final four is, and you will conclude it down to your champion. I will go ahead and start. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. My Elite Eight, I'm sorry, my final four is Kofi Kingston versus Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns versus The Fiend. So in the match of Kofi and Drew... I have Drew McIntyre in the match of Roman Reigns and The Fiend. I have Roman Reigns. And in our championship, the final two from the Royal Rumble this year, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. I'm so creative. I went with Roman Reigns. Widen, after you, sir. And my, uh, I have AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. And Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Hey, there's your fucking originality right there. Uh, (laughs) For the first matchup, I have, son of a bitch, Randy Orton. Really? He's done done something to to the coin, man. He did something to it. 
and for Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, he's all he he. You can call him a son of a bitch as well. It's Brock Lesnar. Okay. So Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar. How many times have they faced off? I think. Uh, well, once on pay per view, Brock Lesnar cut Randy o- Orton open with his fucking elbow, and then I think they worked a random SmackDown in two thousand and two. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah, that's right. He's a son of a bitch, but not this time. It's Brock Lesnar, Chalk Lesnar, whatever you want to call him, winning this damn thing. Alrighty, one vote for Roman, one vote for Brock. Augie. All right, I got Zack Saber Jr., who does not lose versus Goldberg, who apparently does not lose. Uh, then I have Roman Reigns versus The Fiend. Look, man, apparently Roman Reigns can't beat Sister Abigail, so I got The Fiend. And Zack Sabre Jr. versus Goldberg, I mean, one of them's got to lose, so I'm going to have the guy who apparently doesn't lose, lose. Because Zack Sabre Jr. doesn't lose. So then I have Zack Sabre Jr. versus The Fiend, and then Zack Sabre Jr. loses to The Fiend. Wow. Wow. All that way. I like it. All that way. But that's almost poetic, man. He gets back there and just falls short. Because remember, he didn't just win March of Madness. He tapped out John Cena and Brock Lesnar to win back-to-back March of Madness. Yeah. (laughs) So if he gets to The Fiend, then he loses. Oh, that'd be beautiful. So one vote for Roman, one vote for Brock, one vote for The Fiend. We've not had any duplicates in our championship round. Can Rich keep it going? Rich? So I have Kazichko Kata versus Goldberg, and I have Tetsuya Naito and Kenny Omega. Wow, yeah, um, we're not gonna we're gonna have a different. Each one of us is gonna have a oh, different yeah. champion, guaranteed. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I kind of feel good that I don't have any of those like big consensus picks because how often do they actually win the tournament? They're not often. If at Probably all. this year. Go ahead. Uh, well, you know. Uh, I have Goldberg beating Okada. Okay. And I have Omega beating Naito to set up a championship. You couldn't even, could even give us Omega, Okada 4. Come on. I wanted to, but it was Goldberg. And I remember Fair. you mentioning how he just buzzed through his past Marshall Madnesses. And I'm sure he's pretty highly rated now. Uh, so I went with I have Goldberg versus Kenny Omega, you know, in a uh, a meshing of styles that'll that'll just blend together so well. Uh, <laughs> and winning that unfortunate matchup, I'll just go ahead and tell you what the title of my bracket is. William Scott Goldberg's shirtless kid. <laughs> My martial men's bracket. Oh, you weren't kidding. You you went the full blown this game sucks philosophy and just went with Goldberg. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Rewind that. His middle name is Scott. <laughs> Scott. Oh. That's all I'm gonna William say. William Scott Goldberg. Oh, that sucks. 
horrible. Yeah. That's Rich's March of Madness. So we got one vote for Roman, one vote for Brock, one vote for The Fiend, one vote for Goldberg. We have Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Zack Sabre Jr., and Kenny Omega in the championship rounds. We got some Kofi, some AJ Styles, some Zack Sabre Jr., and some Okada, and some Naito, and some Final Fours. This tournament's going to be all over the place for the four of us. Plus, we don't even have Spencer and Tope's brackets yet. And you know they're going to have some spicy stuff, too. So this is definitely going to be the best and the biggest March of Madness of all time. And it is going to be for your viewing pleasure this Sunday, March 29th, 12 p.m. Eastern. We'll be going all day long, twitch.tv slash podswoggle. Um, we'll be going until there is a winner crowned. Last year, I think, was our shortest March of Madness, around seven and a half hours. We've gone all the way up to 12 hours or 10 hours in the past, so we'll be there until we're done. And, man, it sucks. I'm on my, I'm on my diet. I'm on my fast. I, I'm not going to have any snacks. I'm just going to have two solid meals and nothing but water. You're going to get the best of me this year or the worst of me. And then uh... I eat alcohol through this. <laughs> I was supposed to have alcohol on Friday for my going away party from work, and now because of this fucking coronavirus, we can't have a party. Maybe I'll have a couple of beers on Sunday, just for you people, just for you guys that are watching at home. I think I need alcohol to get through March of Madness. We'll see you what happens. People, you people. Um, eleven, eleven. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> it's just a movie. I don't care, man. It just is my life. Uh. Anything else before I hit the rest of the plugs? No. Mailbag? Oh, yes, correct. Yes, let's do the mailbag and then the plugs. Uh, we have some mailbags. Uh, I have high hopes. Rich, take it away. Uh, all right, this uh, entry into the mailbag, subject line, a small collection of jokes. Yeah, here now are a few jokes I've stolen from various media. What do you call a werewolf YouTuber? A like and subscriber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes me feel better about the about joke the that trapeze- I'm going to tell. <clears throat> okay, good. Did you hear about the trapeze artist who got caught in a divorce? Or, fuck me, I fucked it up. Hold on. Edit this out. <laughs> go, 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 not, go get Spencer so he has to read it now. <laughs> Did you hear about the trapeze artist who got a divorce? He caught his wife in the act. <laughs> okay, that's All right. good. Okay. I'm for that one. I'm for that one. I once tried to get my dog to play baseball. He was pretty good at it until he tried out for pitcher. All he ever called for were walks. <laughs> that was too long for such a little payoff. Yeah, like if Stephen Wright had told that, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) When he's not wrestling, what's Edge's favorite activity? I mean, we're not guessing. Just go ahead and tell us. Spear fishing. Oof. Spear fishing. Okay, that <laughs> <laughs> okay, <now> was funny. <laughs> Six seconds. 
Uh, all right. Now, this is another uh, email sent to the mailbag from Stan the Dry Bear. Uh, subject line, more jokes. Let's go. All right. First joke. What do you call a Mexican with a rubber toe? Roberto. Roberto. Feel free to edit that one out. That doesn't count to my racist total. That was that was Stan the Dry Bear. <laughs> That's one foul on you, Stan. Uh, what do an orphan and an old soda can have in common? They both lost their pop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. The fucked up ones are funny. Yep. Uh, if you're anti-pencil, does that make you eracist? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's a good one. Hey, fellas, why did the bicycle fall over? Because it was too tired. <laughs> T-W-O. Tired. Yep. Yep. The number two, tired. <laughs> two wind turbines are on a hill. The first one asks, what's your favorite kind of music? The other one says, I'm a big metal fan. I'm a big metal fan. <laughs> that, one was, that one was benefited by your delivery of it. <laughs> that was a very good delivery. Been all over my... <laughs> good. And finally, what's the best thing about Switzerland? Well, I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, yeah. I will try to find a non-offensive joke from a book from 1986 called The New York City Cab Driver's Joke Book. I will oh, look at the first joke I find, and if it's not offensive, I'll read it. Nope. All right. Well, moving <laughs> on. Fantastic. Uh, here, here is my joke. I don't remember why I came up with this, but this is the only time I've ever done this, so let's do it, huh? I was going to take a Viagra but I had to go to the Comedy Central roast of the iguana. So now I'm suffering from a reptile dysfunction. (laughs) (laughs) You guys to send us jokes. (laughs) Uh, All right. All right. Here's one. What's the difference between erotic and kinky? Erotic, you use a feather. Kinky, you, you use the whole chicken. (laughs) <laughs> Jeez. That's just hey, that's... <laughs> Yogi's writing that down <laughs> Yeah Here's Whole another one for you chicken. What do you do if a Polish man Throws you a hand grenade at you You pull out the pin and throw it back <laughs> Come on that has to add to your racist total <laughs> Yeah I was, I was about to say Yeah 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 Oh yeah uh, all right. Well, before we offend every ethnicity, this has been Pod Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. 
thank you guys so much for listening. As always, ArcadeAudio.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ArcadeAudio.net uh, is our home base, as I mentioned, but you can also support the whole network by going to Patreon.com slash ArcadeAudio for bonus content. I believe we're going to have a couple of videos coming up there uh, in, the, in the nearby future. We have the Spencer Eating Nerds video. And if I'm not mistaken, in the middle of his social distancing, Rich was a trooper and watched the major wrestling figure Real Ghostbusters unboxing video while eating ice cream. Is that correct, Rich? You're a piece of shit. (laughs) That would be affirmative. And I've never felt worse in my entire life. So uh, be on the lookout for those on top of all the other great bonus content we have featured there on Patreon. Follow us uh, on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Rich has been doing a great job with the Marcho Madness hype posts on Instagram. We'll be doing those uh, throughout the week leading up to the event on Sunday. Uh, YouTube.com slash Potswoggle. You can go back like Widden did and watch the entire 2020 March of Madness playing rounds there, as well as the 2020 pit, as well as all the past pits, all the past playing matchups, all the past March of Madnesses. You're at home. You got nothing else to do. Get hyped for March of Madness by going back and watching those amazing tournaments. Uh, and as I mentioned, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Potswoggle, March 29th, 12 Eastern, March of Madness. You have until 11 a.m., so one hour before the tournament. Uh, begins to complete your bracket. Uh, again, first prize, $50 gift card to a wrestling site of your choice. Second prize, three months to a wrestling uh, subscription network service. Third place, wrestling grab bag. Last place, something special as well. Uh, we're not going to do any stakes between the Swoggle Squad here this year. Of course, first place, whoever has the best bracket will be the new Pod Swoggle champion. And the winner of March of Madness will be the Pod Swoggle champion and will defend the title in the April tournament. With that, final thoughts. Because I know we ain't got any other plugs because none of us can basically leave the house. With What is Gallagher's favorite band? Smashing uh, water. God damn it. Oh, was I right or Augie? Augie was right. <laughs> I like Water my, water Blind Melon better, but that's just... Water Blind Melon? You're just playing that other game we played. He's, he's a poor man. Watermelon. Portmanteau. Gallagher was a fan of pumpkins. He was a friend of pumpkins. Rich, final thoughts. What can a roll of lifesavers do that a man can't? Come in five flavors. Fuck! <laughs> Come in five flavors! End the right show. Augie. Augie, I need Augie's final thoughts. I couldn't look up bad jokes fast enough, so... Bye! <laughs> I, you're joked out, Augie. You're not allowed to tell any more jokes on the show. <laughs> yeah, let's make some Roman Reigns cancer joke or something. Oh, gosh. You should have Augie. I know, I should have known when I was going to end it. I will, probably. For what Augie, do you get when you cross a, a rhetorical question and a joke? Bye! What? Oh, Wid and Froggy for Rich. This is Mullet Sunday for Potswoggle Wrestling Podcast for Entertainment. We are swogging off a reptile dysfunction. Cleveland Brox. I'm going to make a bracket of all of our bad jokes and see what wins. Two times. Churros. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, oh wait, Augie, Augie, is your burrito ready? Oh, God damn it. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.